0: Welcome to the Nutrigenomic Nation podcast with Brian Highfield, certified nutritionist, author, speaker, and founder of multiple successful companies in the health world. Brian is known for educating healthcare professionals and others on improving their health and their life through breakthroughs in nutrition, technology, and biochemistry. On the podcast, Brian interviews thought leaders in the world of nutrition and natural health. He and his guests share the secrets of a whole-life, natural approach to health, and the life-altering results you can get by making easy changes to your diet and daily routine.
1: Well, welcome everybody to another episode of Nutrigenomic Nation, where we talk about nutritional-based healthcare technology and emerging trends related to your genetic health. And today, we have a very special guest. We have Dr. Serena Cox. Dr. Cox is a healthcare practitioner. She's a teacher and educator on the subjects of wellness and seasonal health care. She founded the nonprofit organization Advancement of Oriental Medicine in Alabama. She also works at the Choctaw Health Center in the Pearl River community, providing integrative health care in the Indian tribal hospital system. She studies Chinese herbal medicine and acupuncture. And uh in apprentice and discipleship settings with the foremost teachers in the field while working to promote healthcare integration and in the South. So first off, I want to welcome you, Dr. Cox.
0: Thank you, Brian. It's great to be here.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you for being with us. And um, first off, I just want to get our listeners to know you a little bit and know your background and why you chose healthcare as a profession. Can you can you share a little bit about that?
0: Sure, yeah. Um The healthcare route really came to me through the doorway of plants and plant medicine. So I was raised with um, a lot of affinity for nature, for river walking and um, herb gardens and just really strong relationships with, with these types of plants as medicine and nature as medicine. And in my 20s when I was looking for more holistic mind, body, spirit, health care, i.e. standard issues of not really knowing our place in the world. And it's so, so common to struggle with our our mental health, our emotional health when we're not tracking toward um, our purpose. And so I didn't really find that very much in conventional medicine but I did after utilizing a lot of healthcare in um, more natural forms like nutrition and homeopathic medicines for my persistent allergies and um, lifestyle medic- med- medicine and um, things like um, visualizations, and dream work. These things culminated to help me find a way to serve in a plant-based um form of medicine which is botanical medicine
1: awesome it's it's very interesting and and you were talking about allergies and you had a personal it sounds like you had a a personal experience and 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 helping allergies And a lot of people um including myself we you know suffer from from different allergies special seasonal
0: allergies absolutely yeah what um how does yeah, let's, let's start right there. Just talk about some. some I'd love allergies. to start there. That's a, that's a great place to start. Um, that was probably my, my first experience. I was very sensitized to many, many things in the world. Cats, all animals, danders, and I was very hyperreactive. And so in the wisdom of parents trying to do their best, my mom took me to an allergist. And he did the skin scratch, and I got panels, and I started taking allergy shots. And I would always have strong reactions at the site, and in that setting, you would stay for 30 minutes, and if you didn't have an anaphylactic attack, you would be sent on. And um, I'm from North Alabama, home of Helen Keller, Tuscumbia, and we would travel across the Tennessee River to our medical care provider in Florence, Alabama, in the Shoals area. And that was kind of kind of a trip every week to go in and take these allergy shots. And I've been taking them for a couple of years, no problems. And um, it did seem to reduce the symptoms that I was experiencing in the world. And I had actually shifted to a hospital-based shot with a radiologist who was actually my kindergarten teacher. Uh-huh. And it happened to be about Christmas time. Everything was always going well. I'd been doing this routine for years and we left a little bit early. So we didn't wait the full 30 minutes. So I get in the car and we go Christmas shopping and I start having an anaphylactic reaction and we get back to the emergency room and I literally die on the table. And so that was a pretty profound experience. I mean, I remember, you know, the ER docs working on me and, Western medicine saves lives. I really respect ER medicine. And we have a lot of, we have a very medicated population. And there are many things that we can do prior to getting strong interventions that may completely not only reverse a symptom, but balance the entire body. Because when we take a symptom out, we have stopped the communication from the body of saying, What is the underlying cause? So naturopathic medicine was a very good fit for me because it really looked for, identify and treat the cause and the causes of disease. Do no harm, the least invasive, least toxic therapies first, doctor is teacher. So there are some strong principles in the naturopathic tradition and through that naturopathic tradition, I then studied Chinese medicine as one of the um, traditional wisdoms that all natural, naturopathic programs choose one fundamental, one fundamental science outside of Western medicine. So that's kind of where it began. And I am able to educate, and over time, help people realize that their symptoms of allergy are very often expressions of imbalance. It can also be, in my case, and in many, many people's cases, there can be food sensitivities, Mm -hmm. which of course I created a lot of food sensitivities because I'd been given an egg-based allergy shot for many, many years, and I created a sensitivity to eggs, very, very strong sensitivity but also I had a lot of emotional reactivity. And so my allergies would flare when I was um, having an emotional response to something. So there are so many levels, and then there are frankly things in the environment that we may not have food allergies, we may not have emotional reactions, but we may get these passing situations that we can simply take a nice herbal tea or we can get into a routine of cleaning out our nasal passages. There are very simple things we can do. Cut back on sugar, drink more water. There are loads of things we can take off our shoes when we come in the door. There are many things we can do to minimize. But most healthcare practitioners that aren't trained in, this, in these traditions don't tend to take the time to educate their parents. And that's why podcasts like this are great for people because you can have experts on with great clinical experience and you can educate not one person at a time, but a whole room full of people at a time, a whole airway full of people at a time. So thank you, Brian, for having us on to help get this information out to larger groups of people.
1: Absolutely. And, and there's a wide range of people that really are interested in, in this. And, uh, you know, you were talking about Western medicine and, and some Eastern t- traditions And uh, do do you agree that we've kind of gotten away from our our roots and no pun intended there, um, you know, where we, we've become dependent more on modern medicine, Western medicine, drugs, uh, synthetics, and we've gotten away, but I believe that they're starting to see, and I don't know if you're seeing this, a shift back towards our Eastern ways and looking for more natural uh, interventions and, and, um, um, just uh very uh without causing harm like you were saying because it seems like it's very highly tolerated versus some synthetics out there is that what you're seeing
0: um you know i have a biased community because people come to me that are generally it's one of two things they're already open-minded and willing Uh to try something or i'm their last stop because i'm in the south and no other interventions have worked and we don't have an abundance of complementary integrated practitioners so i see both ends of it so i would say i hope people are winding back towards self-awareness practices and um, um, empowered medicine but i will also say that a piece that i do see people coming really round to that kind of shows a paradigm differences are, I do think people are looking for more holistic approaches versus reduced approaches. And so when we're in Western medicine, we really have given our power to a specialist. Mm-hmm. And, and I have huge respect for our family docs and our primary care physicians. They're actually, I think, frankly, undercompensated for their, their capacities. And I think what's happened is separation is, is the untruth. And so when we take our health care and we try to put it into small boxes, then we, those boxes aren't reconnected into some holistic perspective. So I do think people are seeking more holistic care. And I think this particular 2020, people are also wanting to connect, to, to, to have an opportunity to say, Where have I scattered myself, Mm -hmm. and how do I reconsolidate? And I think when we talk about healthcare, consolidating does mean coming back to our sources, coming back to our wisdoms, and coming back to our common sense, trying to understand what's happening in our innate immune systems. And I'm really, really waiting for people to be curious about the – Science of how incredible our immune systems are, and how intricately balanced our brain-gut axes are, and how that gives us real holistic health. So, in the south, there's I'm still waiting for the people to come in. That's with those questions. Mm. So, what I'm doing now is kind of seeding that. And sometimes I'm the seed, sometimes I'm the water, sometimes I'm the sunshine, sometimes I'm the harvester for people. But I think we're, we're also trying to grow, cultivate that awareness of coming back home to ourselves and holistic care.
1: So if, a, if, a, if a, a, a new patient walked in your door and uh, just said, you know what, I, I want to be more proactive about my overall well-being, yep. where, do, where do they start?
0: They have to start wherever they are and they have to create a plan that actually works for them. So that's a lot of the individualism, who are, what is the uniqueness of you? Because if we start on, what people tend to do is they start on a plan or a protocol and they burn out on it, or they tire of it, or they don't get the results really quickly. So my part in education is reminding people that this, is, this is, can be dramatic, and quick acting, but this is really long-term medicine. This is preventative care. And prevention does not mean a screening to see that you have something early. Prevention means creating a milieu in the body where we're actually preventing diseases from happening or reversing those at whatever stage we are. I have never met anyone that cannot transform. There is no one that can't do some level of transformation when they walk in the door. So my work with them is meeting them where they are, trying to understand what their goals are, educate them about slow medicine, if you will, which can be dramatic, and then go from there. My 17 years of experience has led me toward not only starting with where we are, but where we are in relationship to our external environment, a.k.a. Our, our time in the calendar year, in the season of themes. That gives us a way of coming back to see how we are next season or the halfway mark. So I like giving people a capacity to look over the long-term backwards and forwards, but always meeting them where they are now.
1: Oh, that's great. And, and you talked a little bit um, about immune system. And obviously that's a hot topic right now. We're, sure. we're in the midst of a pandemic. Um, people are trying to follow CDC guidelines of you know, uh, avoiding coming into contact with the virus. But for those that actually do, come in contact, it's ultimately their immune system that, that defeats this in their body or antivirus for that matter. But what are, what are some nutritional things or what are some holistic things that people can do to really mm-hmm. support that immune system and, and get sure. it at the highest level?
0: So I'll give a caveat, which is this is not individualized medical advice. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not prescribing mm-hmm. um, any type of treatment or, or um, plan to anyone pr- particularly. What I will tell you is what I know, is that there are things that upregulate the immune system and things that downregulate the immune system. And some of the things that downregulate our immune system that we are um, culturally overloaded with are immunosuppressives and help out of balance, particularly dealing with the um, cardiovascular system and the um, glycosylation pathways in terms of diabetes. So basically we have vulnerable populations and we also have um, capacity to upregulate our immune systems. Just going to click out of the screen. Sorry about this. There, I can see it again. Um, So, things that enhance well, another thing that really adds to down regulating our system is stress. Mm -hmm. So, we see stress trigger autoimmune pathways, for example, which that's uh, that's the immune system getting hyper reactive and not functioning in its normal capacity. So we have stress is a huge factor right now. Fear, anxiety, these are things that absolutely downregulate and make us make us more, our, our immune systems function not as well. So there's a whole class of, of, there's something we call adaptogenic herbs. And there are many lifestyle practices that can help adapt our um, organs when they're overstressed. For example, the stress will um, create too much cortisol in the system, so then we can work with the adrenal health to try to bring that into the balance. Um, there are many things, and this is what we're not spending a lot of time talking about, and I don't see a lot of na- national leadership, on one, on how we can, every single day, Upregulate our immune system toward wellness, not over hyper-regulating it. But we can enhance our own immunity, and that is whole, healthy, fresh, seasonal, local as much as possible. Real food. Getting rid of simply get simply getting rid of all the processed food in your world. It is a myth that pe- that processed food is cheaper than real food. So we have to educate ourselves and we have to be willing to spend some time in the kitchen, which is, which is currency. The long-term cost of processed and packaged and chemical riddled foods is extremely high. Things that will upregulate our immune system and make us healthier people, real foods, Clean water, exercise, and the right amount of exercise. Not over-exercising to the point where they have a lot of inflammation or damage. Um, Sunshine. Nature really has a very positive effect. Just 20 minutes. Studies on two-and-a-half-hour hikes. What we can do to our mind-body complex that will re-regulate our wellness is tremendous when we watch a meteor shower, when we go out into the forest, when we hike a trail, when we go fly a kite. These types of things are incredibly powerful medicine. The other things that we see that are powerful um, immunoregulators, um, meditative practices, centering prayer. These can affect not only ourselves, but other people's immune system. We've seen studies, Larry Dossi was so fantastic early on to look at these studies where we're seeing non-local responses of people's immune systems when we work on the spirit level. So there, of course, are a load of you know, either immunomodulators or frank supplementation as simple as vitamin C. Vitamin C intravenously has shown incredible results with people in this current pandemic situation. Vitamin K, these vitamin D, vitamin K, both fat soluble. So we can't just go and most people are low in vitamin D. They actually doubled the standards two years ago. We used to have a normal of 40, but now we realized, oh, wow, 40 is pretty low. So now we're doing 40 to 80 is normal. It really probably should be much higher than that. We're just starting to understand and research these real valuable endogenous and things we can supplement from the inside but basically looking into the cells and seeing how the cells regulate themselves is where I think research is going to get the most gain and there's a lot of controversy about this medication and that medication but what's happening is when we start looking at the medications The value in it comes is to see where it happens in the cellular level, what opens up a gateway that allows zinc to go into the cell and act as an antiviral in the first phases of our um, pandemic viruses, right? Or our viruses in general. Mm -hmm. So there's so much um, that we can do. There's so much the scientific community can do, but we also have to divest ourselves of the, profitability of medicine and research or, or change our mind about what is profitable. Is it profitable for people to be well? That is where we really need to aim ourselves is in what is our value system and does the medicine we're buying into reflect our value system or does it tell us that we're disempowered? that we have to depend on something from the outside.
1: Oh, it's, it's, it's great. And, and we're, we're running a on time, but I want to make sure we talk about, you know, we're, we're, we're getting in the mist here, the, the fall season. What are just, you know, uh, what are just quick tips uh, that, that people uh, can follow uh, as far as seasonal health and, and a, and sure. a setting.
0: so I've taken the, um, my, this is what I call my clinical pearls. I create a very simple and quick quips that help people on the surface, but allow them to even go deeper. So I'll just pull a few of the seasonal wisdom cards. Um, tap your lung channel. So this is actually pretty amazing because we find that we can do even percussion. And we can loosen up a lot of the phlegm and congestion. This is very, very standardized with um, cystic fibrosis kids. So we say tap your lung channel, but we also can tap and percuss the lungs during these, um, especially during the fall season to give us better health there. Um, Invite alchemy. So this, this is a more um, metaphysical idea, but we're, always have the opportunity to invite transformation into our lives, to take a couple of things that might seem not compatible and how do we work those together to bring out something precious. Um, one big thing about the fall, probably the, in Chinese medicine, the fall organs that have the most strength are the lung and the large intestine. So during the fall, really focusing on the health of the respiratory tract, and the colon is key. And what we sometimes forget is sometimes the foods we're eating and the beverages we're drinking are really medicinal, but we may be using them habitually. For example, coffee is big medicine for the large intestine. So of course it's cathartic, it's purgative, and it gives us a really clear and alert mind if we don't over drink it or we drink a pure coffee. But it also is something that can really overtax the adrenals because it helps us produce cortisol, which is great in a short-term situation. For example, you've got to get a project finished. Great to have a cup of coffee, clear your mind, Zoom. But if we want to have day-to-day wellness, we have to really ask ourselves how much, if at all, should we be using this stimulant? this medicine. Mm -hmm. So the question is, you know, the point is coffee. Evaluate your relationship with coffee, right? Um, This is a fun one for me. What do you see in the clouds today? And so what I would say about that is, are we getting outside? Are we getting sunshine? Are we looking around us? And are we inviting the natural world to help us align. And it's like, you know, the Western, the road um, pictures, like uh-huh. when we look at something and we identify what we're seeing, it does tell us something about our state of mind. Like, are we seeing an angel or are we seeing a devil in the cloud, right? So we have to really check our perspective and I love to look at clouds and see what pictures I'm coming up with that because it's a reflection of how I'm doing today.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Those are great tips. I, I love all those. And in fact, um, everything that that you covered today uh, is just, is just, it's, it's, it's fascinating. It's interesting. I'm sure our listeners got a lot out of that. And I want to, I want to thank you, uh, Dr. Cox, for joining us today. Uh, so for those listening, our guest today was Dr. Serena Cox. She's a, Healthcare practitioner and also a teacher and educator on the subjects of wellness and seasonal healthcare. So, thank you so much, Dr. Cox.
0: Delight, Brian. Thank you.
1: Awesome. So, from all of us at Nutrigenomic Nation, I hope you enjoyed our discussion today, and we hope you join us next time when we discuss other topics related to your good health. Thank you so much for listening.
0: This show has been produced by Market Domination LLC.